0: You're listening to the Brandon Bishop Podcast. Here he is, the owner of Asai TV, lead singer of The One Eyed Buffalo, former pro wrestler, former army soldier, published author, cat lover, host of Go There, Eat That, Super Proud Dad, and All That, Brandon Bishop. Where the hell are my notes? I know I have them somewhere. Here they are. All right. I've got notes in my hand. I'm going to do this podcast. (laughs) Maybe you can tell I'm not in the greatest of moods right now. And I'll uh, explain that a little bit later. All right. Enough of the funk music too upbeat for me. I'm in a bad mood. We're all allowed to be in a bad mood, right? Once in a while, we can be in a bad mood. I didn't do one of these last week because uh, I just just got busy and I didn't feel like doing one. There's all kinds of stuff. Uh, So some of these notes are a week old and who knows, the entire world can change, as you know, in a day, let alone a week. My phone's going crazy. My cat's meowing her head off. And I get a knock at the door. I was actually at Target <laughs> getting uh, stuff for a bowl of chili because when I'm not the happy Brandon that I normally like to be, I, I drown myself in in the... not. This isn't that unhealthy. It's really not. I mean, there's some sodium involved here, which I'm not really supposed to be engulfing. But I made a bowl of chili, and that's what I do when I get... And I'm like, I, you know, I don't like using the word depressed. People... Throw that around there in a clinical version. Some people are clinically depressed. I don't understand that because I guess I'm not. Uh, at least I hope I'm not. I mean, maybe I have all the symptoms and I just don't realize it. I. Anyways, I get a knock at the door, and my I'm at Target, and my phone goes off because I got one of those little ring things with a camera, and and it's somebody in a you know little cop outfit. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm closing my window. It's like eight degrees outside. Uh, oh, there's that chili I told you about. I did have the chili before I started this, so there could be burping and farting and and all kinds of bodily noises and possibly fluids hitting the microphone. I apologize ahead of time. I, I apologize for the burp I just let. I hope um, if you're offended by these things, do me a favor, just... Go away. Don't listen to my podcast because a lot of the things I say are offensive to some who can't handle it. And we're going to talk about that later on tonight. We're going to talk about social media warriors and stuff like that and the easily offended and the thin-skinned and all that. That's the meat of this podcast episode here on the Brandon Bishop Podcast with me, (laughs) Brandon Bishop. Um, So I get a knock on the door and I ignore it because I don't have time to even know. And apparently somebody's like giving me legal papers for something and I know what it's from. It's from an unpaid hospital bill from like, I have insurance. I've had insurance for the last, you know, at least the last six years, I had a lapse for like about six months between jobs type of thing back in the day when I was working for other people, <clears throat> but I have insurance and I, you know, it's just one of those things where it's leave me the fuck alone. Call me and explain it to me. Don't have some guy knock on my fucking door and I don't get this. I mean, what, what am I going to get taken to court? What are you going to arrest me for forgetting to pay a hospital bill from seven fucking years ago? Is this real? I mean, isn't there a statute of limitations on this shit? Is this really what our society is? Draining people who can't afford it for health care. Seriously, to the entire system, to everybody who's in charge of it, on behalf of myself and everybody else who has to deal with this shit or doesn't even get the proper care that they need. I don't even know what this hospital bill was for. I can't remember not paying a hospital bill. So on behalf of myself and everybody else who has to deal with this bullshit, fuck you. I'm sick of this system. I'm sick of the fucking goddamn greed and the corporate fucking interest and all the bullshit involved. I'm fortunate to be a healthy person. Thankfully, I had a heart, heart scare there for a minute. Thankfully, you know, through medication and losing weight and getting my shit together, out without standing the chili that I just ate with a bunch of amazing raw white cheddar on top. Oh my God. It was really good. I, I, I can smell it on my breath off this little screen wind wind screen thing I have in front of the microphone. Hmm. Oh yes. Yes. I have the most delicious breath in the world right now, but yeah, it's, I'm, I'm a very fortunate person to have my health, I have all my teeth. They're healthy. My, I have no bald spots. Not that there's anything wrong with any of that. If you're missing teeth, then fix them if you want to. If you're going bald, that's just life. But, you know, I'm, I'm good. My ticker is good. My heart pressure is – blood pressure is good. Everything is good right now. I'm healthy. I can still run. I can still lift weights and work out. And I can still have amazing sex for hours with myself, occasionally with other partners. I, not any time recently, but – Anyway, it's just unfortunate but there's a lot of people out there that are not fortunate and they have to deal with this fucked up system and I hate it. So now they got, you know, people from the sheriff's office knocking on my door trying to collect money from me. Money that I honestly don't really have. I've put everything I've got because we're getting ready to launch this thing called the 22. And it's going to be like this state by state thing where it's all like these food drink adventures. It's going to be a website and a network, and it's going to be a whole new freaking thing. I spent all the money I've got on a side TV. I've spent everything I've got on my son. I've spent, you know, just trying to maintain a certain level of happiness around the house. If he wants something, he gets it. He sells his books and makes money, he gets it. But, you know, I don't have an extra $1,400 to give to some hospital who doesn't fucking need it. Well, what about all the people that work there, Brandon? Yeah, what about all the people that run hospitals in England and Canada and all the other Baltic states in Europe and just about every other place on the fucking planet? They get paid. They get paid well. They provide good service. I have friends in all those countries. Nobody bitches about healthcare no more than they do here. And people of the stupid asshole conservative types are all, even most of the left-wingers as well, oh, you know, uh, uh, universal health care just wouldn't work because we're a much bigger country and our wages are higher. No, they're not! Yes, we're a bigger country, but we also have twice as much, we have more resources. That's like saying, take an Oreo cookie and put the normal amount of cream on it however it is what a half a centimeter of cream you know this white delicious white sugary center and then take a cookie which was much smaller you'd put the same amount of cream this is a fucked up metaphor by the way. <laughs> you'd put the same amount of white stuff just to cover the edges right well we've got a fuck ton of white stuff in this country it's everywhere and we can completely cover this cookie easily Do you understand what the fuck I'm saying? Because I don't at this point. I have no idea. All I know is that I'm pissed. I'm in a bad fucking mood right now. You're going to make me go to court for something I don't even remember, honestly, from about seven or eight years ago. When the hell was it a wrestling injury? I don't remember going to the doctor seven years ago. I have not been to the fucking doctor in like at least 12 years before I started taking care of the ticker. I don't get it. I don't know what it's about. I've tried to dispute it. They won't let me. It's on my fucking credit. I checked. I'm like, what the fuck is this from? That's how I know how much it costs. $1,400 for what? Anyways, I don't want to bore you with my problems. I'm spitting on this little screen. That's bad. That's disgusting. I'm glad I'm not talking to anybody right now. I still have chili beans and stuff in my teeth. Absolutely disgusting. But anyways, we started off this podcast with a nice little rant. a nice little bitch session by me. So, again, fuck you to this whole system. This whole healthcare system is fucked up. You can kiss my ass. Only people that are getting rich are the insurance companies, and, and that's really about it. Do you know a rich doctor? Oh, yeah, they're doing good, but do you know a rich doctor? After they pay off student loans, they're not going to get rich for about, what, five years? And then they got to worry about all the malpractice suits and they got to worry about all this stuff. So, the doctors aren't getting rich. The healthcare people are barely middle class. The people that need healthcare are certainly getting fucked. And seven years after the fact about a bill I don't even know about. This happened to me with a traffic ticket one time that I know I did pay. This is like five years ago or so. I get pulled over for making a legal U-turn. Yes, I did it. It was a mistake. I pulled out of a driveway and I didn't see the sign. I made the U-turn. Boom. Okay. Oh, shit. Sorry. I'll pay the ticket. Whatever put me in handcuffs, and throw me in the back of a fucking car because I had an unpaid ticket from seven years earlier. I didn't get a ticket or get pulled over or anything for seven years. Seven. That's pretty fucking good. Can you say that? I haven't been pulled over since. And this was about seven years ago. The number seven keeps coming up a lot. Maybe it's biblical, huh? Maybe there is a Jesus Christ and he's looking down upon you, Brandon, saying, stick in there, my brother, you're going to get through to it. You're going to prevail or not. Anyways, I got arrested. I spent two days in fucking jail because I didn't know my license was suspended and I didn't know I had an unpaid ticket from seven years prior. I'm afraid to get pulled over now. Who knows what the fuck is on there? Because they don't call you. They don't mail you a letter. They don't. How the fuck are we supposed to keep track of our shit? There should be a website. with We put in our whatever and we set up an account. And we just track ourselves. So we know what's going on. God, I need to be president. Or at least governor or some shit. Of course, I can't right now. Because I got a fucking probably got a warrant out for my arrest or something. I have no idea for a fucking goddamn hospital bill. Stupid, stupid, stupid. I'm sick of this shit. Get to the headlines. It's time for the headlines, baby. Let's get funky. Yeah, this is going to be probably one of the most angry, bitter, me bitching about everything podcasts I've ever done. And you know what? Like I said a million times, this is my outlet. I don't bitch and moan and cry and weep and fucking throw a tantrum. I was going to say a conniption, but is that still a thing? I'm not, I don't do that in like outside of being three inches away from this microphone. I just don't do it. I don't want to. I'm an upbeat person. I'm normally a very happy guy. I have a lot of cool things going on in my life. My son's amazing. My mom's amazing. They're both alive and healthy, and they're, you know, I get to see them when I can. Maybe it's because it's Tuesday. I drop my kid off for school on Tuesday, and I normally don't see him again till like Saturday because it's a halftime thing, and I fucking hate it. I want more time, and you know what? As soon as I start making millions with this twenty-two gimmick and a Sci TV and all these books and albums and and events and bullshit that I'm doing, as soon as we start making millions, I'm gonna get more time. Trust me. <sighs> <laughs> Hey, you logged on, you logged on, you know, if you've listened before, that this is my outlet, you know that once in a while, I have to get shit off my fucking chest, and this is how I do it, so you logged on, you clicked play, so sit there and fucking deal with it, or don't, because today's just going to be a big ball of fucking negativity, but I'm going to try to end it off with some good shit, I got the happy ending at the very end of the episode, And I'm going to do my best to just be grateful for all the positive things in my life, which there are a lot. Anyways, headline time. Uh, Greta Thunberg is uh, Time Magazine's Person of the Year. And the collective stupid minority, the stupid people in the world, and if you're one of them, you're fucking stupid, are giving this little 15, 16-year-old girl a large dose of of fucking shit And you're cramming it in her ears Because you're fucking stupid This little girl, she's not on the spectrum I don't know if she's got uh, Asperger's Or if it's fully, you know Obviously she's high functioning It's a form of autism, whatever That's enough, man These kids go through so much shit And they don't even fucking know it They're never gonna be normal fucking people they're going to be normal in their own right, but they're never going to be able to do just, you know, the, the, the things that we take for granted, especially the ones that are low functioning. And I fucking hate seeing it all the time. I've seen it so many times. I've filmed a lot of shows where we have filmed families with autistic kids and, you know, fundraisers and stuff like that. And I see them and they're just beautiful people, whether they're kids or adults or whatever. They're beautiful fucking people, but they deal with shit that you and I cannot understand. And this Greta Thunberg is in front of the entire world. Now, people are like, oh, she's just pushing her parents' agenda. And oh, how disgusting is that to use your kid for that? Fuck you. Obviously, she agrees. Obviously, she fucking wants to put this message out to the fucking world that you, yes, you are fucking up this planet. And you are. And so am I. I'm just as guilty of it. I could probably look around my apartment and see a thousand different things that are harmful to this planet. I drive every day. I get it. And I'm just as guilty. You know, I try to pick up trash when I can. But, you know, if you're picking up trash off of fucking concrete, what's the concrete? That's not part of the earth. That's something we put down there and covered up the earth with it. You want to know why the planet's getting warmer? Think about that. But anyway, it's this Greta kid she's beautiful she's an awesome kid she's she's got the guts man to go out there and speak to the world do you what are you passionate about i do you have the guts to stand up on the world's biggest soapbox and preach to the fucking world what you are passionate about do you have that kind of gut do you have that intestinal fortitude i don't think that you do not many of us do i know i do i'm just waiting for that soapbox give me my turn for a second but I'm not gonna reach as many people and touch as many people as she did. Not just because she's autistic, but she's fucking eloquent. She said it right. She had anger and passion in her voice and people give her shit about that. For that, you're fucking stupid. You're a stupid son of a bitch. Not only for the fact that you're ignoring the actual message. Quit fucking up the planet. Hello, and I know she's not talking to, you know, us because we have no choice to fuck up the planet right now, do we? No, of course we don't. We have to fuck up the planet to maintain our little level of security and and contentment. We have to be happy, so we need the iPhone. I have to have this giant computer in front of me. I have to drive everywhere. I have to fly everywhere. If I truly gave a shit and wanted to change my fucking ways, then I wouldn't do any of that shit but I do because it's convenient because I want to run a television network because I want my kid to have all the latest shit. And my kid's much better at this shit than I am. And so is she. And she's out there in front of the fucking planet. Everybody knows her name now. And she's taking scrutiny and she's taking heat and she's taking slander and all this shit. And your stupid fucking little memes that I'm going to my little witty memes. And, and I'm going to make fun of her because I'm a fucking idiot. Sick of you people. She's a kid. She's a kid with more fucking guts than you have. You're going to talk down to her. And then the fucking president is having a Twitter war with a 16 year old. This is your president. This is the Trump train that you're all aboard on. Fucking idiots. I wish there was an active volcano somewhere in the desert or something where you can all line up and jump into the motherfucker. The planet would be better without you. If you're the type of person, if you're some 40, 50, 60, 70-year-old asshole listening to Fox News every single fucking day, voicing your opinion about a 16-year-old who's got the guts to stand up to the fucking corporate fucking planet... you're a piece of shit, and you deserve to jump into a volcano. Instantly dissolve. Don't worry. It won't even fucking hurt for like a second. And then your fucking frequency is just void into the afterworld, whatever the fuck that is, if anything. The lights go out. You won't feel nothing. Just do it, please. Go to Hawaii. There's plenty of active volcanoes out there. I'll even push you. Stupid. Anyways, good for her. Person of the fucking year. Put her in for person of the fucking decade, too. And you know what? All of you assholes out there that are giving her shit, you get an honorary induction into the Dungeon of Douche later on. Even though we have other people that I need to talk about. <laughs> yeah, impeachment is closing in. It's not going to change anything. If he even gets impeached, it's all, everyone's voting down party lines. Here's the thing. It's not going to make a difference. It doesn't make any fucking difference if he's impeached. Clinton didn't go anywhere, did he? The only reason Nixon went anywhere is because he fucking quit, flew away in a helicopter. I think I've said this before. It doesn't make a damn difference. Yes, it's, it's a black eye on his administration, but I think he's already blackened both of his eyes and bruised his ribs and scraped his knees and busted his ankles and all that shit. He's It's an embarrassment, man. This is 2019. honestly it's not even 2019 for what another two weeks 2020 man the new election is starting all this bullshit is going to fucking start happening again for the entire year the whole country is going to be torn in in half and other pieces as well why is this really what we want is this really the life that we're asking for that we asked for is this America? I mean, you know, it's supposed to be this red, white, and blue dildo shoved up to everybody's fucking ass, but it's not. It's like five or six different countries. We're all divided on everything, especially this year, which is going to be if you got a D in front of your name or an R in front of your name. Fuck the D, fuck the R. I'm tired of it. Sick of this election bullshit. It's all rigged anyway. The richest people that own this country are the ones who picked the president. Yes, I'm saying that. Do I know it for fact? No, but that is my hunch, and my hunch is rarely wrong. 12%. I'm sorry, it's closer to 13% of this country voted for Donald Trump. 13%. 15% voted for Hillary, who's outside of her interview on Howard Stern a couple weeks ago. I would not have voted for her either, but she came off really fun and personable on that. But you can be a fun and personable criminal. I have no idea. I didn't vote for Obama. I didn't vote for Clinton. I didn't vote for Reagan. I didn't vote for either of the Bushes. And I don't think I'll ever vote. I, if Bernie Sanders or somebody like that gets in Elizabeth Warren, gets into the actual thing. I'll vote. Absolutely, I will. Because I agree with a lot of what they have to say. Not everything but I do. And people are so programmed to believe that their life has to be fucking shit within a shit system. People are programmed so, so deeply that they'll fight to be fucked. How stupid is that? If you had free healthcare, think of all that money that would save you to do other things for yourself or your family, or just, you know, just have it to save it. But you don't think like that. You're like, well, I don't want free health care. I'll work for a living. Exactly. You work for a living. There's people in the United Kingdom that work for a living and they get free health care and it's fine. Maybe have different tiers where everyone gets a certain level of free health care. And then on top of that, if you want to pay a monthly premium, then you get some like, you know, like a super pass at the fucking <laughs> roller, at, at like amusement parks. You know, you can get it. Stand in line a little faster. Or like airport security or something. You get that little clear pass and you get to go straight to the front of the line. But everyone should have a basic standard level of health care. It's not a fucking luxury. It's a right to live. Especially in this day and age where we can and should be doing it. So anyways, what the fuck was I talking about? Oh yeah, impeachment, he'll probably get impeached by a couple votes because everyone's voting down party lines because they are only worried about themselves and their next election. That is, that is it. That's all they're worried about. They don't give a fuck about you. They don't give a fuck about you. Let me channel my inner George Carlin and say they don't give a fuck about you. They don't. It's a big billionaires club. They have parties all the time and you're not invited. That's just how it is. You can either figure out how to join the party by making millions and billions of dollars, or you can lay on your back, I'm sorry, lay on your stomach and let them slide their big corporate fucking greedy cocks right up your ass, because that is the American fucking dream. And again with the George Carlin, they only call it the American dream because you have to be asleep to live it. Anyways, I think that's enough of the headlines. I mean, I'll, let me go through real quick. Hang on. Oh, I'm on the NPR.org. Minstrel huts are illegal in Nepal. So why are women still dying in them? That's... <sighs> Pope Francis ends top secret status for sex abuse cases. Promising transparency. Uh, transparency. Transparency. <laughs> I can't say that fucking word. Transparency. Okay. Yeah, uh, you stupid assholes. Uh, It only took you, what, 200 years? First of all, any organization, and yes, religion isn't business. It's an organization that has top secret status for sex abuse cases, especially in the Catholic Church does not need to be an organization. It needs to be taken down by the fucking government. It needs to be raided. Everyone involved needs to be shot in the fucking head. But no, since they, you know, help us with the whole Jesus thing, it's it's okay for them to have secret sex clubs and secret sex information and, and sex abuse and rape and all that shit. It's okay. It's all right. I mean, it's not okay, but I mean, it's okay. Fuck you. Like, seriously, if, 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 Uh, let's just pick a major company like Walmart. If Walmart was raping their customers, like in the back and in the warehouse, they take them in the back. And then like whenever they get told upon Walmart's like, well, we have a secret, you know, we don't really dissolve that. We don't really offer that information about our employees raping customers. Uh, Would you shop at Walmart? No. So everyone should just get out of this fucking religious bullshit already, which is holding back society, holding back technology, holding back everything, this tax-free exempt bullshit. And I'm sorry if it's the biggest thing in your life. God first, family second, career third. Fuck that. It's family and friends first. It's whatever the fuck you do for a living second. And if you want a little hobby on the side, then there's your fucking religion. Sorry if I'm offending you. Like I said, you don't have to listen. You don't. You don't have to be a part of this fucking thing. This is a one-way deal where I send information through this microphone, through this processor, through the database, into the computer, into the fucking system, and boom, it's online for everyone to listen to. If you don't want to be the ear on the other side of that speaker, then hang up the fucking phone or turn off the goddamn Amazon Echo or whatever the fuck you're listening to on here. I don't care. I really don't care. We had 1,400 people listening last week, and that's amazing Thank you to everybody. I'd like to hit 2,000 pretty soon. (gasps) But if you don't like it, then I don't care if those numbers go down to 200. I don't care if they go down to two people. This is my outlet. Somebody will listen to this down the road and say, oh, yeah, Brandon, yeah, pretty opinionated guy. But yeah, if you're offended that I'm making fun of your religion, which I'm not, I'm just pointing out the fact that they've been raping children for fucking 200, 300, 400, 1,000 years, whatever it's been, and then keeping it a secret... Up until now with Pope Francis, who's probably pissing off everybody else. What? We can't rape boys anymore? What? What the fuck? You're going to tell on us if we rape a boy or a girl or whomever? Is getting raped? Stupid. It shouldn't even be an issue at this point. It should have been something that happened 100 years ago. Fuck. But at least this pope is probably the most progressive pope. What the fuck is a pope? I mean, what is he, like the mayor of the Vatican area? And that's it? And has influence over small-minded people that need a crutch. <sighs> Fed up with far-right. Italy sardines protests call for civility. I don't give a fuck. Um, and Here's good news. Heisman winner spotlights hunger in his hometown. And food pantry donations pour in. Good. That's the kind of shit I like to see. People doing charity. And we're going to talk about actually them. So... Actually, I'm gonna let's save that. I'm gonna talk about that guy in the in the Hall of Respect later on today because he's an example of what I was gonna talk about anyway. Uh, can applesauce hope what? <laughs> what the fuck is this NPR? Oh, can applesauce help close the racial health gap? No, wait. Hear this chef out. All right, I'm clicking on that, and that's gonna be it for the news. For many people, a package of applesauce is simply a convenient lunchbox staple or a snack that you turn to when you're feeling sick or can't keep much else down. But when Tunde Wei, hello Tunde Wei, looks at applesauce, he sees a tool for social justice. Wei is the founder of Baby Zoos, a startup food company. Of course, this is a business thing for him. Uh, connecting charity to your business is always profitable. He's in Kalamazoo, Michigan. He launched a company uh, this year after learning startling statistic. Black infants born in Kalamazoo County are three times as likely to die before their first birthday as, as white children. Okay, that's sad. In 2017, that translated into 320 deaths out of 22,000 African-American babies born in the county. Uh, nationwide, black babies are more than twice as likely to die before turning one as their white counterpoints. First of all, I'm gonna say this, and it's going to piss you off too. Stop making it blacks versus whites. It's bad enough that this is happening you know to to black babies. I hate using the word black. it just sounds negative to me. I don't know it It's just you know the, for people with more skin pigmentation there's a, there's deeper. There's deeper issues here, okay? There's deeper fucking issues here. Why are these people in the situation that they're in? Don't ask like why this is happening. Why is what made it happen? And you could probably take this all the way back, you know, decades. But I mean, (sighs) it's just a shame. I I don't. I don't know how. I I don't. This is like fifteen paragraphs long. Uh, I guess applesauce is healthier He's trying to sell his baby zoos stuff uh, Which is what all I'm getting out of this So it's a, it's a catchy headline, good job And, uh, you know, that's <laughs> And I, I'm sure the guy's awesome And he's doing what he thinks is right But honestly, it's a sales pitch Welcome to the Hall of Respect These people are awesome, I love them Okay, like I said, um, today's Hall of Respect, I'm going to stick this guy in there. I don't even know who this guy's name is. Let's see. LSU quarterback Jim Burrow uh, described the poverty of his Ohio town during his Hivesman Trophy uh, acceptance speech. Since then, the Athens County Food Pantry has received a flood of donations from around the country. Uh, Coming from southwest Ohio, it's a very impoverished area, Burrow said, in an emotional address. Wait, is it just him doing it here? Better hear it from him than anybody. Playing from Brandon Bishop's phone. Oh, my goodness. Friends my birth. And it's a fucking commercial because we got to monetize everything, even a guy talking about charity. Oh, it's just fucked up. Anyways, good job to him. Um, I'll stick him in there. And I'm also going to stick in everyone. This is a, a lot of people going to the Hall of Respect. So I'm going to have to make a lot of plaques and trophies and and rings or whatever we give these people, which is nothing except for acknowledgement. Anybody who's out there doing charity without the expectation of personal gain, that is who goes into Hall of Respect today. Now, I'm not going to talk about what we do with Asai TV. We give a portion of our whatever uh, subscriptions we give. We do monthly events and... Maybe I will talk about it. I'm not asking for a pat on the back. But, you know, we've raised over $23,000 in a year and a half, almost actually two years. Uh, This June will be two years. I'm very proud of that. I don't want a pat on the back. I don't put my name on the checks. I don't put my business all over it. I don't exploit the families while doing it. We just do it. Uh, What do I get out of it? Not much. Not anything, to be honest with you. On these events, we cover our overhead. That's it. Everything else goes. And I can sure to fuck use it right now. I'm going to be one of those charity cases at this point, especially the this stupid-ass hospital bill in Sheriff's County knocking on my door, Sheriff's Deputy or whatever the fuck they are. Anyway, um, but it's really cool. Like I just uh, filmed an event by the uh, Women's Council of Realtors uh, Christmas event. They always raise tens of thousands of dollars for different uh, charity organizations. I think they raised it for Sarah's House, which is uh, a local here in Colorado Springs. They're building a house for... Uh, sex trafficking victims, uh, men and women. So uh, look it up, Sarah's House. I don't know how much of the profit goes to the heads of it. I I don't agree with that. I've always thought charity, I mean, I don't know about them at all. I'm not talking about them, but I'm talking about like Susan G. Coleman and American Cancer Society and all these different like mega charity things where their CEOs are pulling in six, seven figures, I don't know about Seven Fingers, but I know one was making like $368,000 a year. How do they make money? Do they sell cookies? Do they sell, you know, socks and hats or something? No, they get donations. So, I mean, two and two equals four every single time. If the donations are coming in, just like the Goodwill and all this shit, if the donations are coming in and the Goodwill is selling all this stuff that is donated to them, same with the Salvation Army, and the CEOs of these companies are making six figures, then those six figures are coming from the donations. That's the only possible place they could be coming from. Unless they're getting paid to do speeches or something, I, I don't know where else they could get the money from. So, you know, when, when people are actually doing charity and they're not gaining anything from it, they're not making a living off of giving, making charity, I don't, there's a Five thousand, maybe fifteen thousand nonprofits here in town. Nonprofits can still make you rich. So there's a lot of good ones, like Stomp Out Autism with my friend Brian and his family. There's there's some really good ones out there, and then there's some that are just completely full of shit. The ones that are full of shit, you belong in the dungeon of douche. I hate you. If you're making six figures or even high five figures off of doing it, charity should be something you do on the side. You have your career and then you do something on the side or you give profits from your career. If you're solely making money from a charity, then you're a dick. You're an asshole. You're a piece of shit. That money could be going somewhere else. Obviously, you're doing fine. But this is what I want to do for a living. I want to help people. Well, then make a billion dollars and then start helping people. Don't make a living off of helping people, man. That's just making, you're part of the charity. You're raising money for yourself, for your pockets. You're raising money so you can go buy Starbucks. It's sad. Don't do that. But for all of you who are doing it the right way, where you cover your expenses, of course you have to cover your expenses. And I'm not talking salary. I'm talking your expenses. Say you're going to throw a big party. Like, we do these parties. I got to go out and buy baskets and 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 decorations and and, you know, poster board. I spend about... 50 60 bucks and then I do a little bit of advertising maybe like 30 40 50 bucks sometimes if it's a bigger event I'll do 100 bucks yes I recoup those expenses because otherwise I'll go broke but everything else goes man I write a check and I actually I don't write a check well actually I have written a check a few times usually it's PayPal or something like that but and then that money goes Directly to families, and I make damn sure it goes directly to families. I work through caseworkers, but I make damn sure that goes directly to families. And I've learned my lesson, by the way. <laughs> I don't contact the families up front. I don't want them to know who I am. I don't want them to know where the money comes from because that's just a whole other level of responsibilities. I had to deal with this family once in Pueblo who called me, we gave them like 1200 bucks. called me every single day for like two weeks, asking for more money. Well, my lights are getting turned off, and I gotta fix my car, and I gotta... You know, honestly, fuck you. You know, I gave you $1,200. I would kill for someone to give me $1,200 right now. I need it, it like you don't even know right now. And it came out of n- uh, nowhere for you. And then you're gonna just, I need more, I need more. Well, stop having fucking kids. You got six of them all right, already. It's fucking, ah. Anyways, that's the uh, Hall of Respect, even though it didn't sound like the Hall of Respect. I give all the respect in the world, I give all the thanks in the world, pats on the back. I'll give you all the cookies I got to people who do charity right when they're doing raising funds and not gaining anyway outside of just feeling good about yourself. Oh, God. Welcome to the Dungeon of Douches. These people are assholes. Okay, Dungeon of Douche time. Honorary douchebags are the uh, people that are doing charity to get rich or doing charity as a full-time job, uh, which means they're gaining. They're honorary douche members, uh, Dungeon of Douche members. Also, honorary Dungeon of Douche members will go to anyone who's giving Greta Thunberg uh, grief over her stance on climate control and uh, just being an awesome kid. Uh, Yeah, you all deserve to be chained up in the Dungeon of Douche. But here's one that we can all agree on. Spam callers. Whatever companies this is coming from, I'm sure they're overseas. I am fucking tired of it, and I know you are too. As a business person, I get 60 of these things probably maybe even more like 100 a week. It's insane. I mean, right here, I've got... It's, it's At least they say Spam Risk now on my phone. Got one from Omaha, Nebraska. Got one from uh, Jacksonville, Florida. Got one from, uh, let's see here. I usually erase them. So this one just says United States. That one says Unknown. And this is today. Archer, Florida. Uh, another one from United States. Another one from United States. Another one from United States. Washington, D.C. Another one from United States. Houghton, Michigan. Uh, Washington, D.C. Ann Arbor, Michigan. I have a Michigan number, so they uh, usually come from there. Like, They think that's going to make a difference. New Boston, Michigan. Huntsville, Alabama. Uh, It's Flat Rock, Michigan. I used to live in Flat Rock, Michigan. Houston, Texas. Ann Arbor, Michigan. Fair Play, Colorado. Uh, Actually, that might be an actual call, but uh, you get the point here. How do we stop this, and why isn't it illegal now? It's a form of harassment because my phone goes off at 6 o'clock in the fucking morning because I have a Michigan number, and they think it's 8. 6 o'clock in the morning. And I'm usually getting up around 6.30 anyway, but that's not how I want to wake up. I have a beautiful little alarm on my phone. It's very peaceful, and that's how I like, like to wake up. And I always keep my ringer on, because I'm a dad, and you know, my son doesn't live with me all the time, so he's, who knows? <laughs> I have to keep my phone on. You know, My mom lives in Detroit. There may be an emergency. Her husband may have tripped over the cat. I don't know. I keep my phone on, because that's just, how i am i don't want to wake up and then check my turn my phone on check my messages and i got a thousand text messages and everything's gone to hell (sighs) so anyways um yeah what do we do how do we what there's got to be a way to trace where the calls are coming from there has to be a way it's technology hello it's 2020 almost 2020 and we can't figure out how to stop spam calls this will be, I mean, they're going to solve it at one point. It's going to be illegal. They're going to take care of this eventually, but why not now? I'm tired of it. You're tired of it. We're all tired of it. They have the technology to trace where these companies are coming from and shut them down, making it illegal because it's harassment. And, I, and the thing is, they're like, press two if you want to be taken off the do not call. Or you want to put on the do not call list. Okay, I press two. Two hours later, I get a call from the same fucking company. And it's all scam shit. It's all bullshit. Like, I'm shocked that I haven't gotten one since I started recording this. Usually I do. And the thing is, let's call one back real quick. Omaha, Nebraska. You call them back and you Hi, get... Hi, this is Julie with Reward Redemption. We called you because you recently visited one of our affiliate websites. No, I And didn't. in appreciation, we have a $100 retail rebate voucher for you. Bullshit. It's redeemable at popular stores. Like Walmart. And who's the bitch that's recording this? Anymore. She knows it's spam press bullshit. Which never works. Let's press hit one. Let's play with it. I probably just set myself up to be called a thousand times. Hello? Hello. You owe me a hundred dollars for putting up with your bullshit. I probably hit one, and it put my my number into like a thousand different databases, probably. Well, I hit one. You're calling me, obviously, for a reason. And nothing. How stupid. I'll hit two now. See what happens. Let me hit zero. And nothing. Yeah, it's this fucking bullshit. There's nothing. Let's call the, uh, let's see. What's the one that just says United States on it? What is that? Wait, wait. What's the Washington D.C. one? Where's there? We go. Let's call them real quick. Maybe it's the government they're looking for me. Probably. I have no idea. Welcome to Verizon Wireless. The number you dialed has been changed, disconnected, or is no longer in service. Of course it has. Because it's bullshit. None of these people, you call them back and none of them answer their phone. Another Your one. Your call cannot be com- Nope. So what do they do? They just have a phone number and then they call a thousand people with it and then they just... And then it's gone? They just erase the number, I guess? Maybe they get caught with it? I don't understand. What is 800 number here? Thank you for calling Wix.com. Oh, actually, <laughs> that's that's a legit one. Okay. Um, but yeah, all of you who work for these spam risk uh, scam calls, my mom just got one, like an email. I get these all the time. Thankfully, they go to one of my emails, so I know it's bullshit and uh, not the other one that I do business on. But my mom got one that said like she purchased some a phone app game, some unicorn game or some bullshit like that. And she called me to ask if I ordered it. I'm like, I didn't order it and it wouldn't go to your stuff if I did. And uh, when she clicked on it, on the email, it basically asked for her social security number and all this stuff in order to uh, verify that she, whatever bullshit. It's a scam. It's bullshit. It's no different than the, you know, the, the African prince to, if you give him 10 grand, he'll send you a million later. It's all fucking bullshit. I had an ex-girlfriend once who fell for that. Like literally, she had everything printed out and she was heading to the bank. I'm like, "What are you doing? You're fucking insane." And quite possibly stupid. Anyway, um <laughs> so yeah, all of you that have anything to do with this industry, whether it's, you know, pushing the button that makes a thousand calls or recording the messages or just whoever's behind it, I I would like to get all my friends together, all of you, and drag you all by your ankles down the dirty, disgusting, filthy, rat-infested, spider-web, spider-eaten, fly, er, nasty, mildew, moist, moist, disgusting hallway, drag you into the Dungeon of Douche, hang you upside down by your ankles to where your head is in like two inches of moldy, disgusting, piss-covered water. And, <laughs> and chain you there for the rest of your life. Welcome to the Dungeon at Douche. You're a piece of shit. Product placement. Brandon likes this stuff. I just want to listen to this music. It makes me, it puts me in a much better mood. Very circus-like. I imagine like a clown like creeping down a hallway very slowly. Maybe like dodging banana peels or something. And then finally, he dodges the last banana peel and a piano falls on his head. <laughs> it's called creativity, people. If your brain doesn't work like mine, I feel bad for you. Um <laughs> product placement, again... Uh, when we do these product placements, I'm not getting stuff from the company. I'm not getting paid by any means, even though I should, if there's any businesses out there that want to sponsor this podcast, yes, we have a pretty decent listening base. Uh, thanks to you out there and, uh, they'll buy your shit. So, uh, just give me money. We'll keep it cheap anyway. Um, I'm going to be selfish again because I've kind of, I could talk about, you know, Starbucks egg bites again. I could talk about their dragon drinks. I got this really cool uh drink that keeps your your water cold got bought it from the shelf of starbucks um actually (laughs) i think i got this one for free i do i used up my points i had a bunch of points i told you i told you about all this points things and all that at starbucks get the app collect points um but yeah i got that for free (laughs) with my points and uh, I could talk about a million different things, different products, but I'm going to be selfish because I've been busting my ass lately. Uh, as you all know, I own and operate a side TV. asytv.com is where you can get it ASYTV.com. And uh, it's been a major pain in the ass lately because we've we're going to close down AsyParanormal.com and integrate that I already have into a side TV. So, in February 1st, Asai Paranormal is not going to be a thing anymore. A-S-Y, paranormal.com, gone. Not that it wasn't doing all right. It's just, it doesn't need to be a separate thing. I'd rather give more bang for your buck on a regular Asai TV program. So, we took Asai Paranormal, stuck that inside of Asai TV, and we also added something else called Asai TV Classics, which is old movies like hundreds of old movies, old TV shows like the Beverly Hillbillies, uh, freaking Lucy show, Three Stooges. There's like a Buster Keaton and a Charlie Chaplin collection. There's uh, Westerns. There's Bonanza. There's
1: a ton of shit.
0: I mean, a ton. Comedy movies. There's like hundreds of old commercials. It's a lot of fun. And we just kind of threw that into a side TV as well. These were all going to be different networks. But I decided, no, it's just, a lot it's a huge undertaking. But sticking them all on a side TV and it's raising the price by two bucks, it's four ninety nine a month. It used to be two ninety nine. Used to be free. But this is America, and unfortunately we can't do anything for free just for the creative and the artistic output. No, we have to pay a lot of people to do this thing. Traveling around the country and seeing the world costs a lot of freaking money. And we make that money with your subscription. So it's $4.99 a month. It's still the price of a cup of Starbucks coffee. Trust me, I know. It's still the price of a delicious burrito or a cheeseburger. Go without one of those things for a month. Just one time a month, go without that cup of Starbucks and get a Psy TV. I've been busting my ass on it uh, pretty soon. The 22 is a new thing. It's a state-by-state, state. I think I already told you, a uh, list of all things eating, drinking, and uh, adventure that's going to be on there as well. The Asai TV podcast, where you can listen to this, is on there as well. It's crazy how much stuff is on there. There's over 500. Oh, could it be telemarketer? Let's do this. All right, perfect. Hi. Hello. Hello, honey. Hi, is this Brandon? Uh, it could be. Who's speaking? <laughs> My name is Megan. I'm calling from WPI. We we're trying to see if our account manager, Daniel, could come out and do a 10-minute presentation either tomorrow, Thursday, or Friday. Are you currently using the credit cards as a form of payment at your business? Uh, no. I don't, I'm, I'm pretty good on all of that. I'm glad you're not a machine, but um, you can go ahead and oh. take me off the list if you don't mind, please. Okay. So you're not using um, that credit card as a form of payment at your business? You don't use that? No. I have no credit no, cards okay. by choice. Oh. Okay. You have a nice day. You too. At least she was nice. I mean, usually it's a machine where it's like uh, your information on Google is not up to date and you're fuckhead and, and your car insurance has been lapsed or something. It's usually complete bullshit, but I have no idea what this one was. Um, no idea, but at least she was nice. Uh, But still, fuck her. (laughs) I didn't ask for you to call me. I don't want people calling me. It's like knocking on the door. Don't knock on my fucking door if I don't ask you to knock on the door. If I order a package, that means I asked you to come to my house and knock on my door and deliver my fucking package. I don't ask some fucking guy from the sheriff's office to fucking knock on my door to deliver some fucking paperwork about a bill from seven fucking years ago. Didn't ask for it. Call me. Text me. Email me. Don't fucking knock on my door. And you people that are calling me for this shit, fuck you. Don't call, don't fucking lose my number. Get my name out your mouth, off your list, whatever it is. Eat shit, tired of it. Anyways, back to my uh, product placement. (laughs) I'm being selfish because I put a lot of work into this thing. It's $4.99. If you can't afford it, put it in this way. It's 17 cents a day that you can watch over 500 hours this isn't including podcasts either with podcasts you can watch or listen to over probably 700 hours of just amazing all original TV shows classic TV shows and movies uh, podcasts databases of businesses all around the country pretty soon it's fucking amazing. Just honestly, just the shows alone on Asai TV and Asai Paranormal are amazing, but the Asai TV classics and everything like that, you just get so much for so little money, 17 cents a day. That's it. One cup of coffee you can go without a month. A month! Shouldn't be drinking that much coffee anyways. Anyways, go to asytv.com. Get everything. It's $4.99 a month. Quit being cheap. We need you. Give me the meat! Give me the meat! How can you have any pudding if you don't give me the meat? Okay, a lot of you people out there are going to be talking shit about me after this episode. You're going to call me all kinds of things, aren't you? Yeah, because I support Greta Thunberg for being an awesome kid. Yeah, you're gonna be pissed off about that, aren't you? Because I fucking can't stand the embarrassment that is our president. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna be on that Trump train, trying to roll right over me, aren't you? You know how you're gonna do it. Do you know how you're gonna do it? And not you guys, not my friends out there, not you awesome people that listen to uh, whenever I drop one of these things on your chest. You guys are amazing. I love you. I do, honestly. I love to see that number every single week. Like, holy crap, I got this many on iTunes, and this many on Spotify, and this many on TuneIn, and this many on PodServe, and this many on the website, and this many... Holy shit. That's crazy. I wish you would all just go ahead and subscribe to AsciTV.com. I wish you would. That'd make me even happier. But I know this is free, and everyone's cheap, and nobody wants to invest in anybody else's dreams and goals because you got your own shit going on, right? I mean, I try to, and I do... But you know, it's just me. I guess. I guess I'm just better than all of you. <laughs> I kid. I kid. I kid. Fuck. Or do I really? Anyways, um, this is how you're gonna talk shit. You're gonna get online. You're gonna get on what? Facebook. You're gonna get on Instagram, Twitter. You're gonna get online and you're gonna be like, you know, Brandon said this, and and it's happened a lot. Not as much as I would, had hoped. To be honest with you, because I love destroying you guys verbally. I do. Because none of you would say any of that shit to my face if you met me. Let's say we're just at Whole Foods or something, and you see me there, and you know it's me, and you're like, hey, Brandon, how you doing? And you'll smile big. Listen to the podcast. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. But while you're listening to it, you're like, fuck that guy. That's bullshit. That Greta girl's a fucking idiot. Your fucking parents made her say that shit just to push their agenda. Fuck him. That's what you'll say online. That's what you'll say on your little your little Twitter feed. But you won't say that to my face, nor will you say that to most people's faces. Now, I am a different kind of cat. I'm not saying I'm better, but in this case, maybe I am. If someone talks shit about me, and let me give you an example. There's this guy named Joey up in... Denver who ran a wrestling or still does. And we got in a little altercation last week. Listen to the nine mile drive wrestling podcast. If you want to hear more about that shit more to come. Um, so I, uh, you know, he used to talk so much shit online, online. And he's supposed to be a big, tough wrestler and he's just talking shit online. And you know what happens when people talk shit online, especially if I know where to find them, I show up and I did. And then when I showed up, I got this big smile on my face. Brandon, hey, what's going on, man? You want to work? You want to wrestle? What's going on, man? Hey, thanks for coming out. And that's what most of these keyboard fucking internet warriors do. You're worthless. You're a coward. Now, I may call somebody out for their bullshit, but it's nothing I wouldn't say to their face. I promise you that. Not that I'm some big and badass motherfucker that will rip your throat out, which could happen, but... I would love to debate these people. Like there's this piece of shit in town named Gordon Klingerschmidt. He, for some reason, the people in Colorado keep voting this guy into whatever office he's in. He's a piece of shit. He's a homophobe. He's one of those fucking radical fucking Christian types with their little web series. Look him up. Gordon Klingerschmidt, I think his name is. Sounds like an old 70s like, villain from a shitty fucking space movie. He's an asshole. And he was talking, like I called him out on one thing. For uh, he made this whole video about how you know fags are going to jail. I think that was the quote too, not me saying that. Even though I think fags should be a perfectly acceptable word, I don't. I don't think I've ever called a gay guy fag. <laughs> to be honest with you, I don't even con- connect the word fag to gay. I don't even connect the word gay to homosexual. So they're just things you throw out. You know, heat of the moment fucking exploratives. Like, you're, you're a fag. I, I think it's funny. I'm, I'm sorry. I think it's all funny. Cunt. All this shit. It's fucking hilarious to me. Anyways, uh, call me a fag. I don't care. I think it's funny. Anyways, Gordon Klingershman. He's a piece of shit. Um, I called him out on something on his video. I basically said, yeah, you're kind of a piece of shit. I don't remember what I wrote. This is eight years ago. And he texted, wrote back all kinds of horse shit. And I said, okay, well, um, meet me anytime. We'll debate. I think Asai TV was just getting started at that point. I said, I'll film it, I'll stick it on Asai TV unedited. Like literally, I will just put an intro and, a, and an outro on this video just to make it look, you know, watchable. I'll put it on YouTube. I don't give a fuck. Sit down with me and explain to me why you feel this way, and I'll explain to you why I feel this way. Wouldn't do it. Wouldn't even meet me for coffee. He's a coward. He wants to talk online. He wants to talk on his little YouTube show. He's a fucking coward. I never said I was going to beat your ass. I never said that. Wanted to, but I wouldn't because I'm just not that kind of guy. I don't have a reason to do that. I don't have to get violent. And, you know, you'll say something about the president, and then they will be, all oh, you little snowflake. First of all, I'm the farthest thing from a fucking snowflake. If you're the one offended about what I'm saying about your president, then you're the fucking snowflake, which is a stupid term to begin with. There's nothing wrong with snowflakes. I love snowflakes. They fall from the sky. They're beautiful. I don't like it when they accumulate on the ground like they have for the last couple days. But, you know, stop fucking ruining snowflakes the way that everybody ruined rainbows. Rainbows are not just a gay thing. Gays give us a rainbows back. I'm tired of that. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so anyway, all of you people out there that are just tough guys, I had an argument online with, uh, I posted, I know this girl, she's in this, like the sex industry, like doing the little Twitch, uh, Patreon thing, whatever the fuck it is. And people pay to watch her, I don't know, play with herself or show her boobs or whatever. Awesome. If you can make money doing that way, if I had a big hog between my legs and I could spin that son of a bitch around and everybody paid me a hundred bucks a fucking week to watch me do that, I'd probably fucking do it. I try to be a professional businessman so I don't, you know, do that stuff because it doesn't look good when you're trying to, you know, ink deals with people. But, it, you know, if, if that's what you want to do, then fucking do it. I completely support that. I love the female body. I love the male body. If you're fucking beautiful and you want to put it out there, even if you just, everyone's beautiful. And if you just want to put yourself out there, you got more fucking guts than I do. Do it, make money the old fashioned way and fucking have a good time. I hope you get rich. But anyways, this girl was complaining online, which you shouldn't do as a business person, first of all, about some customer demanding a refund. And I wrote, I, I kind of know her online. And I said, Hey, that's business. Guys, it's true. I deal with that shit all the time. I get assholes like, well, I don't want to fucking pay for this shit anymore. I don't want to pay $4.99 now. I agreed to pay for $2.99. Fuck you. You don't bitch when Netflix or Hulu fucking raises their price, do you? Or maybe you do, bitch, but you sit there and you fucking take it because you understand well, understand that I'm a fucking struggling businessman and I'm doing everything I fucking can to make this thing work. To entertain you and to make a decent little living for me and my family. So if you can't afford 4 fucking 99 then don't fucking subscribe. It's simple as that. Fuck you. Told you I'm in a bad mood today. And now I ate all this chili, so I got all this fucking farts in me. There's like 57 farts in me right now. And I've been holding them until the end of this podcast, which will be about another fucking five minutes because I'm going to blow a gasket over here about this shit. (sighs) Anyways, I wrote, that's business. And some douchebag who clearly just wants to bang this girl is just, you should really support her and say some stupid shit like that online. Who the fuck do you think you are? First of all, I'm somebody twice your fucking size, twice your fucking age, and I will rip your fucking throat out if you said that to my fucking face. Because you wouldn't. You would never say that to my face in a million years, not just because I'm a 250 pound fucking six foot two guy. No, you wouldn't say that to me at all, no matter how big I was or how small I was. So anyways, he's clearly just trying to impress this girl being the knight in shining armor. And all I said was that's business dot, dot, dot two words. And it is. If you can't handle the negatives and the no's and the bad things that happen in business, then don't fucking try to run a business because you're not very good at it. That's just it. And this douchebag comes out of fucking nowhere and I'm like, dude, I don't know why you're angry. I think I wrote something nice and calm and I had to block the guy so I can't look it up and read it verbatim. I wish I would have screenshotted it or something. I said, dude, I don't know why you're so angry, but um, yeah, all I said was that's business. Sometimes you got to accept the negatives with the positives. That's it. Best to you. And then he just went off. You Fuck you. Yeah, you fucking bullshit. Fuck you. Because you're an internet tough guy. You would never fucking say these things to my fucking face. You would not. It's just like in traffic. All these motherfuckers flipping you off and shit like that for no fucking reason because they're driving like an asshole. You would never say that if I was walking next to you on the street. You would not because I'd break that fucking finger and rip your fucking throat out. Like these fucking neighbors I got. They would never say shit to my face. They've had opportunities. They won't. But they'll talk some shit through a wall, won't you? Pussies. What happened to this fucking country? What the fuck did did social media do to this fucking world? Yes, it it opened the world. There's a million positives. But the negatives are just the fact that everyone thinks they have a fucking voice. Everyone thinks they deserve a soapbox to talk about any fucking agenda or any issue that they want to fucking attach themselves to push their agenda. It's old now. Is this shit still going to be going on in 25 years? Is this what my kid has to fucking look forward to when he gets on social media? Which I will not allow anytime soon. I'll let this kid watch South Park and Family Guy and Rick and Morty. I'll let him play all the violent fucking video games in the world. And you know what? None of that damages him. You know what will damage him? Social fucking media. And I don't want him anywhere near that shit for as long as I can prevent it. He's 12 now. I've got like two more years, maybe three of him not fucking with that shit. Thankfully, I don't even think he wants to be a part of it. I'm tired of these fucking pussies that just talk all the shit in the world and and have no consequences for it. I cannot be off social media because I own a lot of businesses and I try to push them all. And that's how you do it nowadays. Radio sucks. TV sucks. Uh, Fucking goddamn print sucks. All of these forms of advertising that have worked for decades now are shit. Social media is how you do it. That's how you push things. That's how you make money. That's how I pay for the internet that I'm uploading this episode on. And the roof that's over my head right now. I make money with my own two fucking hands and my own creative. I'm not putting myself over, but it's just how I make money. I need to be on social media. So anyways, you're all out there and you all got opinions. I get it. So do I. But don't talk shit when you know that there's... Absolutely. I mean, that, that's the only reason you talk shit. If there was repercussions for everybody, then nobody would talk shit online. They wouldn't. How do we, how do we fix this though? I mean, I'm pointing out the problem, but I don't know how to fix this. So get with me and tell me how to fix this shit. It can you, I mean, what are you going to do? You can't just go to their, find out where they live, go to their house and beat the shit out of them. Cause then you'll end up in jail. You can't do anything anymore. You just have to let people say what the fuck they're going to say. And yes, freedom of speech, America, yes. It's wonderful that we can say whatever the fuck we feel like and get away with it and not be incarcerated or be hurt for it. It's wonderful. But that doesn't mean you have to be a fucking douchebag with that power. It's sad. I will tell everybody who's ever had an internet argument with me, Meet me in person and let's debate the issue. I won't hurt you. I promise. I won't. I've never started a fight in my life. I've finished a lot of them, but I've never started any of them. So, yeah, come and debate me. That's all I've ever asked anybody. Come debate me in person or shut the fuck up. And you know what? I think that's what I'm going to say from now on. Maybe that will catch on somehow and that'll end it. Debate me in person, or shut the fuck up. I'll even let you do like a little, like a, a Skype thing with me, where both of our faces are on a screen. Debate me in person like that, or shut the fuck up. Because if you don't, all you're doing is talking shit, and you're a pussy for doing so. Mail time. The mail's here. Melt-a. Come on. Bye, guys. Here's the mail. It- Never fails, it makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to, well, Okay, I think I'll end this podcast. I'm going to try to be in a good mood. Maybe you, you, you out there can put me in a good mood with your, your mailbox question. It's been about two weeks, so I got a bunch. But a lot of them are things that a lot of people have already asked. Or a lot of them are just not good questions. I, like, I don't, don't ask me what my favorite color is. Gina, I, I thank you. I mean, seriously, thank you for taking the time to send in the question. But if you're going to take that kind of time, put maybe an extra three seconds of thought into it. And I mean, it's blue but <laughs> matches my beautiful eyes. There's your answer. Anyways, um, Kiri wants to know, are you wrestling again? No, I'm not. Um, go to the nine mile drive wrestling podcast. Listen to that one. The the main event subject is what happened in Denver between myself and this kid named Joey, uh, who owns Primos Wrestling. We had ourselves a little altercation and um no, I not wrestling again. I went up there. Only reason I stepped into the ring is because my friend Jace had come on in, gave him a hug, wanted to take a selfie with him, say hi to some other friends. I turn around, I'm the only one left in the ring and this guy's spewing off some supposed emotional fucking promo. And next thing I know, he's like tugging at my arm to get out of the ring. And I'm like, motherfucker, I slapped the shit out of him. So if you want to know more about that, go to my other podcast, which is the Nine Mile Drive Wrestling Podcast, available wherever this is available. So, but no, I'm not wrestling again, nor do I want to. Um, How bad will Star Wars Rise of Skywalker suck from <laughs> another Joey, not the same one. Uh, well, here's the, you know, fuck you, Joey. I mean, <laughs> to be honest with you why would you go into it expecting something to suck i've seen every star wars in the theater since like the very first one when i was a kid yes i'm from the 70s i'm that old so what i still look really good my penis still works no bald spots fuck you i'm and i feel really good i'm looking forward to it i'm going to be there with my kid we're going to enjoy the shit out of this movie I have no preconceptions. Yes, I've watched all the little YouTube things and some of those are fucking negative. Why why is somebody so negative about everything lately? I know I'm negative, but I'm negative because of your negativity. Don't go into this thing expecting it to suck. Don't go into it already have written the movie in your head. Because then it's not going to live up to your expectations. It's just like these fucking wrestling fans. It doesn't matter what WWE does, they're going to shit on it. When in all actuality, like the new company that everyone's all trendy about, AEW, is garbage. It's shit. It's terrible to watch. I fucking hate it. And I like WWE, and I don't go into anything with a preconceived negative notion. It's dumb to do that, it ruins your own life. It like kills off a bunch of your own possible happiness. We only get small doses of happiness to begin with. Why would you just ruin like whatever chance of having it? Whatever happens, happens. And no, all of these sites on YouTube, they don't know what the fuck's going on in the movie. They haven't seen it. They don't have any secret information. It's, It's all hearsay garbage bullshit. If you don't like the movie, then don't watch it again. It's simple as that. Because one man's trash is another man's treasure. Someone's gonna love it if you hate it. Someone's gonna hate it if you love it. it doesn't matter. Your opinions mean nothing. If you want to fucking voice your opinions and have a nice little outlet, start a fucking podcast. Anyways, um, I know you're a big Pink Floyd fan. Thank you, Sue. What is your favorite album and why? Um, <laughs> that's like asking to pick your favorite child. I, I gotta. I have to say, like, probably Animals is my favorite album. I'm looking around right now because I have all these Pink Floyd albums everywhere. I love the final cut. It's an emotional piece. People don't give it a lot of credit. It's like a, basically a Roger Waters album, but still under the Pink Floyd name. Kind of a sequel to The Wall, but I love Final Cut. Uh, beautiful melodies on there, amazing songs. So probably those two, to be honest with you. I like a lot of the old stuff. Um, but, yeah, I mean, probably those two albums, to be honest with you. I didn't hate the the Endless River, the last album they did a couple years ago. Didn't hate that either. Loved it. But as uh, far as favorite goes, probably Animals and uh, Final Cut, just because of the melodies and the hooks that are in those songs. Uh, whew, God, it's just chill-worthy. Fantastic stuff. Okay, next one. Not really a question, but uh, thank you for what you said about Single Fathers. Um. I'm down to, uh, my, handwriting is so shitty and I wrote this off of the internet. So I didn't have to look it up. Oh, I'm down to one week in a month and I'm pissed off. So I totally feel you from Chuck. That sucks, dude. I mean, I don't know you Chuck, but I imagine if you care enough to even write in something like that, then, uh, one week in a month, I'd kill her. <laughs> I, mean, I probably shouldn't say that on a public forum, but I'm pretty sure she knows. Um, Thankfully that that'll that'll never be a thing, but no, I and don't take that advice. No, don't don't kill nobody. I'm just saying I would fucking hate her to the, the point where it'd probably be a within my capabilities. Um, all you got to do is honestly you got to be grateful for that one weekend and pack as much as you can into it and wait it out. I don't know how old your kid is. I hope the he or she is very young. Um, but even then that's. I mean, they don't remember the very young years. You know what I mean? My kid doesn't remember anything between before like five years old. Very few things. Neither do you, probably. Neither do I. Um, this little flashes here and there, but it's a it's a shit show, man. Yeah, single fathers. I mean, we get fucked if you're not rich or you don't have a fantastic lawyer, which comes with being rich. Um, you get fucked. They're always gonna go with the mom. The mom could be a fucking crackhead and you know, sleeping with six guys a night or getting double teamed and you know, she could be high as fuck and roofied at a bar and you have to pick her up at two o'clock in the morning. They're still gonna side with the fucking mom. It doesn't matter. I I I wish it was different. I wish every you know, every caring father and, and mother had their kids at least half time when they split up. That's just how it should be. Now, not every father or mother are, you know, world-class parents. I, should, I think they should be judged on character, action, and skill like everybody. Uh, but, you know, the court system's so overloaded. They don't have time to fucking actually judge on anything prevalent. I'm grateful for the days that we get every week. I find myself lucky. It does free me up to do things, you know, that I need to do business-wise and personally for the rest of the week. Uh, I can't have, you know, three ways in my house with two hot young girls when my son's here. So <laughs> I'm kidding, of course, but anyways, it's a, it's a touchy thing, man. I'm grateful for what I get and I'm still not happy, but I'm grateful. And, uh, that's all you can do, man. If you, I don't know if you just get a Saturday, Sunday or a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, but make the most of those days, make them count. And, uh, Always be there and eventually you'll get more days Uh, But one week in a month is bullshit if you're a good dad It's just bullshit and fuck anybody who made that happen Seriously, I'm with you, Chuck Uh, Number five, why is everyone so depressed? P.S. I'm depressed (laughs) I got that one from somebody who just put the letter T for their name So I don't know who you are or I do know who you are And you don't want me to know Uh, Why is everybody so depressed? Because they get online and they see everybody else living the good life And they're not uh, they're they're depressed because they're up to their fucking neck in bills and they don't know how to fucking keep the lights on every month. They're depressed because the you know, fucking world's divided about politics and race and gender and religion and fucking everybody's out for themselves and nobody gives a fuck about anybody. That's why they're fucking depressed. They're depressed because they don't know how to get in shape even though there's 500 different ways to do it. They're depressed because they don't fucking get enough time with their kids. They're depressed because they don't know how to fucking get to that next level of success there. These are my reasons. So what's your fucking reason? There's, there's gotta be, you know, you could probably name off 10 things and those 10 things will always be there. My mom deals with depression because of shit, shit that happened to her when she was a kid and she just can't get over 50 some odd, 60 years later. And it sucks. And I could tell her, just get over it. You just got to get past it. You've got a great life now. And she does. And, but it doesn't matter. It's not something you just flick on and off. It's not something you could look around and say, hey, things are good. I'm looking around right now saying, hey, my calendar's full. Things are good. But at the same time, I could look around and say, holy fucking shit, things are bad. You're never going to get there. You're never going to get to happiness because it doesn't exist. Like I said, you get small doses here and there. And that's it. Everything else is fucking shit. You just have to ignore it. Suspend your your disbelief in in the shittiness. So (laughs) I think everyone is depressed. And I think also everyone's capable of being happy. It's a minute by minute thing. There's no black or white in this. It's all gray, man. It's all gray skies. (laughs) So when you do have your kids, soak in that happiness I freaking ball my eyes out every time I drop my kid off from school. I do. To this day, I get sad when I drop him off. When I know I'm not going to see him for a couple days. It's making me choke up right now thinking about it. And I hate it. So no matter what is going great at that point, it's going to bring me down. Because he is just, uh, he's my energy. He's my life. He's a fucking light bulb that brights up, you know, everything that I do. And when he's not there, it's just dark i know that's deep and metaphoric but it's true i get all my energy from him i get all my motivation from him i've never had anybody like that in my life and when he's not with me (laughs) like i've said before you come home after dropping him off and you know you're not going to see him for three or four days and here's a freaking water bottle that he was just drinking this morning you know the xbox is still on you know his clothes that he wore last night are in the middle of the floor. There's computers on in there. You know, it's like it's, it's like a tornado just came through, but you love the tornado so much. There's a guitar sitting right there, there's a little amp sitting right there, there's pictures on my wall. And I gotta come home to nothing. But I'm grateful because I had them all, you know, for three, four days. It was amazing. We had a great time. And I'm grateful for those times. And that's what you gotta concentrate on. You just gotta concentrate on the positives. Stay productive concentrate on what makes you happy. You're all going to be dead by the time you're fucking 80, 85 years old. Most of you will be dead long before that. How many years do we have left? I'm 46 years old. What do I got? 35 years left? Is that it? Fine. If I'm lucky, I got to make the most of these things. I can't just be sitting here being all fucking depressed about a goddamn hospital bill and being pissed off about that and all this bullshit in the headlines and, and fucking internet fucking keyboard warriors debate me in person or fuck off. I can't just sit around and be upset about everything. I can't. It's wasting my fucking life, man. It's killing me. It's killing you too. And I imagine it's killing whoever T is. You got to concentrate on the happy stuff. You have to. I don't know how to do it. If you're clinically depressed, I don't know how to fix you. Nobody does, obviously, or you wouldn't be depressed. I don't believe in medications, even though sometimes I've heard they help. I've had a lot of people that are clinically depressed. I've had a lot of people that have killed themselves. A lot. A lot. And that's the ultimate in depression right there, isn't it? Whether it's alcohol induced or not, it's, it's fucking awful that someone hates their life so much. A life that's just filled of bountiful and endless food and drink and you know, clean water and all this fucking shit we take for granted. And heat. It's 15 degrees outside, but I'm sweating right now because it's hot in here. I just had Starbucks egg bites. That's a luxury. We have it good. We have it good. I got my health. I can hear, I can see, I can feel things. I'm not bedridden. I'm grateful for these things. Even those people that can't see or hear or, you know, an autistic girl who's fighting for climate change, against climate change, even she's fucking grateful. We all have to be grateful for something. Even those that are laying on on the sharpest of rocks at rock bottom, we all have to be grateful for something. But we're all depressed. Of course we are. And why are we all depressed? Because <laughs> life fucking sucks. For the most part. Anyways, um, I'm not going to do a go home. I just want to get this over with, to be honest with you. Not, nothing against you. Nothing at all. Um, for the happy ending, usually I just talk about you know, a side TV, go fucking subscribe already. ASYTV.com. Uh, my kid's got a book out there, uh, Billy Fred Whopper goggles. Go buy it. It's on Amazon. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of great stuff going on. So like I said, I'm extremely grateful. We're all healthy. We're all happy. I have the ability to voice my opinions and get my outlet going. I got to figure out what's going on with a lot of stuff and fix it um, just like anybody. So it's not a woe is me deal whatsoever. It's a woe is us together. So I'll just make a list, figure out what we need to fix and fix it one at a time. And concentrate on those small doses of happiness because that's all we got. Thanks for listening.